Hey, good morning. My name is Thomas Fitzpatrick. I am the campus pastor here at Jessup. I am so honored uh, to be with you for a few minutes this morning to hopefully keep this crazy train uh, moving. Uh, before I do that, though, I need you to do me a huge, huge favor. I need you to turn to the person next to you on your right and say, I can't believe they would let someone like me into Jessup. Go ahead and say that right now. Now I want you to turn to the person on your other side, most likely you left, and I say, but I really can't believe they would let someone like you into Jessup. Go ahead and say that now. You see, I'm not sure if it has hit you yet, but, but college is just around the corner. I mean, before you know it, we're going to be drinking eggnog on Christmas morning, then we're going to be singing praises on Easter morning, then you're going to be standing with your family on graduation morning, right? And you're going to be in college. It's, it's going to be here before you know it. And that, that's crazy to me. And our hope, though, is that today, uh, as you learn more about this particular institution, this particular school, you will fall more and more in love with what Jessup has to offer you, and that you will want to spend the next four or five or six years, depending on how many times you change your major, you'll spend that time with us here. Because there are some really exciting things going on here, and you're going to learn all about those today. But what I get a few minutes to tell you about this morning is what God is doing in this place, and I'm stoked about that. Uh, several years ago, I heard this crazy preacher from Abilene, Texas, of all places. He only wears black. He was all black all the time. He has less hair than I do, which is really hard to pull off. And he shared a message, and it changed my life forever. It gave me such clarity and such hope and such direction, and I hope that that happens for you this morning. That's my prayer for you this morning as well. This particular word is found in 2 Corinthians 1, 18 to 20. Let me read that for you. It says this, but as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no. In him, it's always been yes. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Everybody say yes. Our every generation has its own unique slang terms, doesn't it? Like all these cool like phrases and words that the cool kids say and the nerdy kids try to say but butcher, right? That kind of thing. If you lived in the 60s or 70s, you most likely said things like boogie down, cherry, funky, psych, or dynamite. Any parents or grandparents want to admit to saying any of those things? Nobody. Yeah, you're all super hip and cool. Got it. Okay. In the 80s and 90s, you said, dude, be cool, right? Gnarly, diss, and you didn't say hi, you said Sup, right? Sup. All right, all right. There's a few 80s and 90s kids in here. Way to go. And a few years ago, you might, you might hear somebody say, whatever, you awkward hipster. Right? That was kind of popular back, back when I was in college. But this morning, I thought I would share with you a few of the words that I hear here at Jessup. All right? A few of the slang words that dominate this particular school. And I had a lot of real gems to choose from. Right? Lit, swole, salty, tea, yass. But as I thought about it, three particular words keep keep coming up, all right? The first is a lovely little word that is in the middle of a major identity crisis, and that word is literally. How many of you literally say literally all of the time? Admit it. This is a safe place, okay? I mean, everything right now has to be intensified and exaggerated, right? And so we use this word constantly. 
Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec is the one who gets all the credit, right? Literally. But here's the problem. Your mind didn't literally explode when you heard about Kanye's new album, okay? I mean, I love the album, but that would be super gross, okay? And you're not going to literally die waiting in line for your pumpkin spice latte, okay? Like, I want that drink badly too, and I, I get it, I get it. And you didn't literally just run here from Sacramento. You might have exceeded the speed limit, but you didn't run here, all right? A student told me a few weeks ago that she literally bent over backwards to help out her roommate. I was like, how does bending over backwards, being upside, how did that help? She looked at me, she's like, I didn't literally do it, I just literally did it. (laughs) Then I was thoroughly confused, right? We have butchered this word so badly over the last few years, I kid you not. Three years ago, Webster's Dictionary declared this word doesn't just mean literally anymore. It also means figuratively. (laughs) What do you do with that? The next word, it's new to me, and if I'm honest, it's it's really confusing. The word is yeet. Anybody anybody a yeeter? Is that what you call a, a person, right? According to Urban Dictionary, to yeet is to give your heart and soul to something. But yeet, it's, it's a pretty versatile little word, right? I mean, it can be used as an explanation, a verb, and even a noun. Do you want to get some food? Yeet, right? Your team just won the intramural volleyball tournament. You let out a victorious yeet. You throw something to your roommate from across the way. Yeet. So when I hear the word, I'm not sure if I should nod my head in approval, hug you, or duck for cover. Right? The really tricky part of this word, though, is trying to conjugate the darn thing, right? I yeet, I yote, I have yacht. Not a literal yacht, a yeet. Yacht. Ah, ah. English majors help me out here, right? The third slang term that we use a lot today is not actually a word as much as it is things that we, that we do to words. We use the word literally because we literally have no idea what it means, right? We use the word yeet. I don't know why. And we do this to words because we're just lazy. And that's cutting them in half or shortening them, right? Perf. Perfect, I'm, I'm assuming, right? Cray cray. Crazy, but see, crazy is two syllables, so cray cray isn't actually, okay, anyway. Uh, Deaf, not hearing impaired, but definitely, right? Obvi, obviously, or not, right? Probs, I'm not sure if this means probably or you have major problems. I guess it just depends on who you're saying it to, right? Probs. We love to shorten words. I actually heard a student just a few weeks ago say to his friends, You want to go grab some Chick Nugs at McD's with me? (laughs) Chick Nugs at McD's. It's as if the evolutionary process is now in reverse. (laughs) There is a word, though. There is a word out there that will never go out of style. There is a word that will always change people's lives. And it's a word that I think is God's favorite. And one that God uses all the time. And that word is... Yes. Say yes. I mean, think about the power. Think about the beauty. Think about the intensity behind the word yes. Are you going to Jessup for college? Yes. Are your parents going to have to literally sell an organ to pay for it? Not literally, just literally. Okay, you're fine. Will you marry me? Yeet. No, no, yes. Yes. 
and then maybe a yeet, and a yeet, and I don't know. Is, is our new baby healthy? Yes. She's, she's perf, actually. See, I love the word yes. And I honestly believe that God loves this word as well. See, God doesn't say literally to us because he needs to exaggerate his words. He doesn't say yeet because he likes to make strange noises. And he doesn't shorten things because he's lazy. He says yes to us. God always says yes to us. In Christ, through Christ, because of Christ. His word to you is always yes. Think about the, the questions that exists deep in our spirit, things that we maybe contemplate, think about when we're not binge watching something late at night on Netflix, right? It's, it's questions like this, am I more than just accidental pond scum? More than just a random assortment of, of mutations? More than just a highly evolved monkey? Am I more than that? God says yes to you in Jesus Christ. Is there anyone out there who sees me, who knows me, who cares about me? God says yes to you. In Jesus Christ. Will I ever be able to overcome my past? The things that have been done to me or the things that I have done to other people? God's answer to you is yes. In Jesus Christ. Is there anything more to this life than just the three counterfeit gods of sex and stuff and success? Is there more to this life than all of that? And God's answer to you in Jesus Christ is yes. God, do you see me? Do you, do you know my situation? Can you truly satisfy the desires of my heart? God, do you have good plans for my future? Can you work out all things for my good? God, can you seriously take a sinner like me and use him to bring hope to this world? Can you? Can you really? God's answer to you is yes in Jesus Christ. In Jesus, through Jesus, and because of Jesus, the answer you will receive from God is always a resounding yes. And I want you just to think about that for a second. The God of the universe, he spoke all things into existence. He says yes to you. He doesn't say get lost. He doesn't say get out. He doesn't say get on with it. He doesn't say you're not good enough or that you don't measure up. He doesn't say maybe or probs. He says yes. He says yes to you, and it's all because of Jesus and his life and death on the cross. See, if you ever wonder what God's favorite word is, if you ever wonder what he's going to say to you, if you ever wonder what the answer to your question is, just look at the cross. If God didn't care, if God thought you were a lost cause, if God was disinterested in your life, if God was lazy, if all roads led back to him, if heaven and hell aren't very real things, if you didn't ma ma uh, matter to God, if you weren't cherry or dynamite or fat or had swag or whatever you want to say, if God didn't literally love you with every fiber of his being, then he wouldn't have gone to the cross. The cross is God's yes. God's yes. It's cray-cray, isn't it? But it's so good. Yeet! Is that appropriate to say yeet in that moment? Okay. Maybe you've never heard a word from the Lord. You know, maybe God's voice is distant to you or undetectable to you. Or maybe you assume that what your deadbeat dad said to you or what your boyfriend, ex-boyfriend said to you is the exact same thing that your heavenly father would say to you, the exact same thing your God would say to you. Failure, not good enough, I don't like you, try harder, or just a flat out no. Well, I want you to hear something this morning, and not just with your ears, but with your spirit, deep within you. I want you to hear the God of the universe says 
yes to you. In Jesus, through Jesus, and because of Jesus. So my prayer and my challenge for you today, on the cusp of an entirely new chapter, you're making this huge decision about about what you're going to do with the rest of your life and where you're going to attend college and what all that means. I don't want you to get caught up in or distracted by all of these other words, words that come and go, words that sometimes have a certain meaning and other times have a very different meaning, words that we won't even remember 20 years from. I don't want you to get caught up in all of that this morning. This fall, this spring, as you're making this decision, I just want you to keep one word in mind. And that is the word that God says over you because of Jesus. And that is the word, yes. Everybody say, yes. See, more than just Jessup saying yes to you, more than just you saying yes to Jessup, I want you to know that your maker, your savior, says yes to you. And that changes everything. If you come here or not, that should change everything for you. And if you have never said yes back to him, yes to his offer of love, yes to his offer of forgiveness, yes to his offer of eternity, would you just come find me today? I get paid to pray and play ping pong and talk about Jesus, okay? You come find me and we'll do a little yeet sesh together for Jesus. Yeet for Jesus. New slogan, new bumper sticker. You heard it here first. Yeet for Jesus, okay? All right, let me pray because you have a crazy day ahead of you. A lot of things are coming up. So I want to pray over you, pray for you, and ask God to really help this word sink deep into our spirit. Father, thank you that you are a God who says yes. You are not silent. You are not distant. But you say yes. You are not angry. You are not disappointed. You say yes. You are not frustrated. You are not mad. God, you say yes to us. You've not given up on us. You've not turned away and walked away. God, you have said yes to us. I just pray that every student, every parent, for that matter, in this room this morning would hear your yes. Maybe for the very first time, as they look up to the heavens, wondering if there's anybody there, would they hear yes? As they look at their broken life, wondering if any good can come out of it, would they hear yes? looking at Jessup and wondering, is this the place you have for me, God, a place where I can thrive and grow and and become more like your son? Would they hear yes? Would they also hear just that you love them so much, Father? Make it so now. I just pray a yes in Jesus' name over this entire group. Help that word to sink deep into our spirits. Help us to know and trust your yes. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.